One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Nitty, there's a lot of great debates that happen in the world. But I don't think there was a better debate than the one that happened on January 9th, 2017. Marco, are you referring to the debate of vase versus urn? I'm actually referring to the debate vase versus urn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so have a listen to this rebroadcast. Nitty, you were spectacular in this episode, I must say. Really? I don't really remember. Uh, all I know is episode 78. We're, we're, we just like to remember, remind everyone that our first season was probably four seasons combined into one season. What were we thinking? I don't know. You know, you learn things as you go along in the world of podcasting. And what we learned was we need seasons. <laughs> so before we go to season three, this is some rebroadcasts. Rebroad, I can't even say it. Rebroadcasts of season one. Enjoy. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we endeavor is to make sure that our conversation is less than fascinating so that you can just relax, sit back, lay down, listen, and sleep. Thank you for joining us. My name is Marco Timpano. And I'm Nidhi Kana, co-hosting with Marco today. Marco, we just had a debate, a little debate. We did, we did, and I feel like we should let the listeners in on our debate. So I said to Nidhi, what's the difference between a vase, or do you say vase? What do you say? I say vase. I say vase. Who says vase? I think the English. The Brits? Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's the difference between a vase and a, or vase and an urn? So... I thought it was... No, sorry, I'm going to let you I go. said that... An urn is something that you put ashes in. And I said, I thought an urn was a vase that had a lid to it. So, we're both correct okay. in our understanding of what an urn is. Okay. Because you are correct in that an urn is a vase. And it is a type of vase okay. with a particular uh, shape neck, to it. Shape right. to it. However, what's the next shape? It, is it? It's more oblong, or it's more rounded? Like it doesn't have a skinny neck. An it, urn has it, a, a fat neck. No, or? an urn has like a narrowed neck. Okay. Is essentially above a rounded body and a footed pet, uh, pedestal. Yeah, so it's kind of like. It looks like a big. I don't know. Kind of like a fat penguin. Okay. 
That works for me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, and it has a lid, right? Is that one of And the- it has the lid. Now, although an urn is technically a, a vase. Mm-hmm. Or vase. Or vase. We tend to describe it as uh, what it's used for rather than what its shape is. Because it's a particular object that has a very specific use to oh. it. And so, just so in like modern a, day... So a we, vase that you would use to hold flowers in, let's say, right? That's the traditional use of a vase. Sure. But an urn in particular. Like a vase, you can... You you would automatically... So with a, with a vase... <laughs> I know we're saying vase now. <laughs> you, you would associate it with flowers or put stones in it. But you would describe the shape of it. With an urn, you're less likely to describe the shape... But the use, because the use is to put ashes in. So most people will describe it as its particular use when talking about an urn I see. specifically. Because I had an urn in my house that I would keep candles in. You know those little tea light candles? Yeah. So there was a time, Nitty, where I would go to auctions. I don't know if you know that about me. No, so I would I don't. go to these um, auctions for, I think it was. Uh, was it, the Salvation Army or Value Village, one of these places. And so, you know, it's a, a donation center, let's say, where people donate clothes and, and household goods. What this particular place would do is if people donated high-end items, they would hold them back, and once a month they would have auctions. So, Nitty, I should never go to auctions because I go, and I don't use this term Loosely, hog wild when I I'm at an auction. Really, yeah. are you like those people on the TV show that you know how they have like those auctions for storage lockers? And I mean, things come like, on, Nitty. I could believe it. I'm not riffraff. Okay. <laughs> Look at those shows. Look at me. No, no, those shows are fun to watch. No, this is a, a, a legit, not made for TV auction where they hold up a little item and they're like item number. 16, a humble figurine. Do you ever get in bidding wars? Oh, or? I got into and That's why I should never go into one, because mm. I got into a bidding war over something I didn't even really want, but I was kind of like, I'll bid on it and then see where I go. And someone was bidding against me, and I got very determined. So, so do I, you find your ego kicks in with oh, it? 100%. Hmm. And have you ever had like a secret buyer you know how sometimes you'll see in the movies where it's like someone's on the phone and the person who's holding up the placard right. has a person on the phone right. who's telling them whether or not they should bid more and so the difference between what i was bidding on and what you're describing is <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars okay. so i was at a donation center and so the highest bid was maybe 500 dollars on something right okay. in these places you're talking about art auctions that pieces <laughs> go for hundreds well, of millions well you said you weren't riffraff well, so i just assumed know, that you you must be a millionaire then, you've, you've proved, or a billionaire. You've proved me wrong, clearly. <laughs> but, um, so there was this vase. I'm going to call it a vase because... Because you got it at an auction. I got it at an auction. And it gives it a little bit of prestige. So I see this beautiful blue vase with a sailboat on it. So, before you continue this mm. story, although urns are used typically for, um, Cremation. There are like figurative urns or like a coffee oh. urn. You know how like sometimes you can put like oh, coffee that's right. like in those the big, mask. They're kind of like a silver um, 
big yeah or a tea urn so so that's what i mean by it's described usually by its use rather than its shape right because different urns are used for different type of things now could you put let's say someone is cremated but they loved coffee (laughs) no okay i won't go there but okay so back to back Back to the the auction so i'm at this auction and there's this blue vase that has a sailboat on it and some seagulls in the background in gray let's say and it caught my eye Nitty, and i was like that's a kind of cool vase but i'm like what do i need a vase for but i'm like i'll bid 10 bucks on the vase right so, wait was it a vase or an urn no this was dep- i'll get to the urn right okay. now I'm, right we're now, still talking about a vase we're talking about a vase so sure enough Time to bid on this blue vase. And what's funny, Nitty, is I wasn't there for the vase. I was there for something else. What were you there for? I can't even remember. I can't remember. It might come up. Okay. Anyways, pull out the vase. Who wants to start at $10? And put my hand up 10 bucks. Do, Do they I? tell you where the vase comes from? No, it's not. It's not... There's no programming book (laughs) that tells you. No, we're all standing in a thrift store. Okay. Okay. Around the person who's in front of the cash. This is really actually ruining my romantic ideals of what an auction must be like. This was kind of closer to those television programs you're describing (laughs) than the. um, That said, I would love to go like a Christie auction house and check out one one of those things. Like I would love to bid on a like. Lauren Harris or A.Y. Mm. Jackson print. Um, I could actually see you being an auctioneer. You know what's funny? I had to do that as a role one time. For, really? Yeah, for, for, it was a live event, but they wanted me to be an auctioneer. Uh, so could, funny you should say yeah, that. Yeah, you definitely have the energy You, you have to speak very fast. Um, or that's what I thought. Well, that's what I took from it. So, back to the Voss. They pull out this blue Voss. Who wants to bid 10 bucks? I bid 10 bucks. Next person bids twenty five against Whoa, it. Whoa, that's like, a huge jump. A huge jump. Do they not understand what an auction how it works? No, and I got offended, so I bid thirty, oh and gosh. then they went to fifty, and then I went to seventy five. Nitty, it it got oh. out of hand. <laughs> Meanwhile, I bet you the other person had some sort of sentimental attachment to this vase. Now we have to call it a vase I, because you bid seventy five bucks for it. For a vase that I did not need, but I started bidding because the person was bidding against me. Where was Amanda in all of this? Uh, she wasn't in I, the picture. She wasn't in the picture. Oh, at that no. Point, no. Seventy-five, seventy-six. I think it got to seventy-nine dollars, and I got this vase for seventy-nine dollars, right? And after they like hit the gavel and said sold, I thought, what am I going to do with the seventy-nine dollar <laughs> vase, right? So then an urn comes up, and I'm like, okay, shake it off like you've learned your lesson, whatever. This big orange, huge orange urn. I should actually give it to you because it's in my basement. Taking oh, a broom. You should just, thank you. <laughs> should thank you, you for your junk urn. <laughs> it's a great urn. It really is. It's a fantastic, like it holds a lot. Like if you need to hold, it was holding tea lights. No, tea actually candles. I do need that, so oh. there you go. Anyway, anyway so I'll... I'll I don't know what I did. It was like, who wants to bid on the junker? And $5, $10, $25 later, I have a junker. I don't know. Nitty. Did I'm you like, get into another bidding war with someone? No, I think I just was like, at a certain point, I'm like, I'm going to end this. 25 And 
we went from like 15 to 25 and nobody bit after that. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, you I'm, know what you're describing right now mm-hmm. is addiction. Uh, 100%. It, I can see how that kind of thing would be addictive. 100%. It's like gambling. So I'm walking 100%. I'm walking out of the store with my blue vase and my urn. <laughs> That you have no use for. No use. I don't really need. Could you at least gift it? I guess I could have. Mm-hmm. I'm about to walk out of the store, and this really elegantly dressed woman. Who thought she was at the Christie's auction house? Well, she just looked. She looked really like like she would be going to that. Walks into the discount place to go, and she sees the the vase that I've bought, the blue one, and she goes, "Oh, you got that?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I was kind of like. A little bit remorseful. She goes, how much did you pay for it? And I was like, $79. She goes, oh, you're so lucky. And I'm like, what? She goes, oh, yeah, that's a blah, 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 Voss. Some, I think, Dutch company. She said, they sell for $350, $400, and some even $700. Right? And I was like, what? That's why they were, like, bidding like that. Yes. And so I have this. I looked it up. It's about a $300 Voss. That I got for, and then I felt much better, Nitty. After that, I was like, <laughs> like, "Let's let's go back in and bid on back. some more things." I did bid on a Hummel figurine for my mother what for Mother's that? Day. So, you've never heard of Hummel, or is it Hummel? I don't know how you would say it. It's a German figurine. You've seen them, and they're these like porcelain or some sort of uh, porcelain type figurines. Yeah, like they're not. They're not glass, but they're, yeah, I think it's porcelain or china or something. And it's like these cherubesque boys and girls doing things. Like they. I know what this is okay. now that I've seen a photo. They're yes. kind of like having a picnic. Oh my gosh, they're expensive. Nitty. I'm they're $350. Nitty. I'm telling you, like, you know, you think I'm at the let, let's buy a storage locker, but I'm at this place getting fines, right? So my mother liked them, and for her birthday or for, yeah, I think that's the one I got, a little a little boy and a, no, I think it was a boy and a girl, because I got it for me and my sister. I think I got two of them, the boy version of that. So it's a little boy sitting in a in a tree, and a little girl sitting in a tree. This is a really awkward German one. Yeah, because they've been around for for since i don't know the 20s or something right so yeah <clears throat> so what is so like so what is so special um i got i got about a, these figurines that that would warrant them being like 350 they're collectors i don't know they're all i think hand painted i don't know i just know my mother liked them and so there was a boy one and a girl one and we figured we'd get them for for her birthday and so i all i remember nitty is like I got one for 25 bucks, which was the boy one or the girl one. Okay. And then the other one was going up in huge increments. And I was like, come on. I just bought the girl one or the boy one for 25 Why is the girl one all of a sudden? We're pushing 100 bucks at this point. I'm like, I have to get this because I told my sister I would get one, the boy one and the girl one, right? So I think I got, the, I, I think I got one for 25 and one for 80 well, okay, so still a deal when yeah, you consider still a deal, it would right? cost you like 600 mm-hmm. bucks for both of them. Yeah. Wow. And then I stopped because I was like, I can't be doing this. I can't be going to places and getting auction items that I don't need and just, you know, finding it to be a bit addictive and whatnot. And I just didn't like to lose. I just didn't like to lose. And <laughs> this is really interesting because as long as I've known you... Mm-hmm. Um, 
Nick, you're you're very passionate when, you, especially about causes that you believe in. Sure. But I've never seen you kind of be. I think a stere- like very stereotypically competitive. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, then again, I've never seen you play sports or something like right. that. But you've always struck me as someone who has that in him, but mm-hmm. not like I've never seen it come out in any sort of. And so this is interesting to me because what you're describing sure. is a very like competitive. Marco, that is like I am going to win at all. I know at all costs, like the determination. But it's also it's a lot like, of fun. If you ever get to, have you ever been to an auction? No. Um, I did an auction once at a charitable thing. Not this isn't when I was an auctioneer, but I, I was doing a show and I was doing a portion of it was going to charity. So I did a whole bunch of auction items, and one of the things I did was Nitty. I took a bunch of items that you buy, I put them in a box, and I wrapped it in black wrapping paper so it was a mystery box so i had all these items you could bid on and then i had the mystery box now the items in the mystery box totaled maybe twenty dollars so oh, but hoping, it's a mystery box it went up to like a hundred and fifty dollars no. and i kept saying i just want to reiterate the <laughs> contents of this box are worth a total value of twenty dollars and get Steven, them at your drugstore <laughs> and i'll never forget Stephen shahori who's a good uh, friend of mine yes uh ended up winning and he was like i didn't care it was going for going to charity we were having so much fun That's and amazing. you know how you have paddles i made paddles so i made all kinds of numbers and then i made a random one that was like an anchor and a pickle and a and a and i just remember and i remember pickle because whoever had the pickle was bidding a lot so it would be like number five for forty dollars pickle for you know <laughs> 50. and it was like i kept going back to pickle so whoever had pickle that's um that's are yeah. you are you competitive like what about like playing board games and stuff are you very competitive so i'm not competitive in like board games and things like okay. that but i'm competitive in sports and i'm competitive like i definitely have a competitive streak it just comes out at particular times so i think on a daily basis i'm not necessarily competitive but when i'm moved to action mm-hmm. I become very competitive like, I see. once Marco when I was living in the UK we did did um, you have vases when you were living in the UK? <laughs> I only had vases okay. there were no vases thank goodness um, we went to for a friend's birthday uh, we went to play paintball and this was an outdoor paintball sure uh, I don't, I want to call it a track but like there were different scenarios so Mm -hmm. there was like the wooded area um there was you know the abandoned farmhouse thing um and so what i realized is i got very very competitive doing that type of stuff cool um yeah cool a little bit dark right sure um i became very strategic oh well that's not a bad thing i became the sniper okay which (laughs) was very strategic uh but yeah, I got like competitive that way. Sure. Uh, but, and then it, if I'm playing soccer or team sports in particular, mm-hmm. I'm very competitive. But on a daily basis, like, I'm really actually quite not very not very competitive. For, so, I would never. I think part of it is also that, like, for example, I don't like to go play slots or anything like that because okay. I find like you, I get really. Uh, into that mindset okay. of like, okay, one more, or I beat it, or I, now I gotta sure, like sure. prove something, mm-hmm. and so I don't like doing that. But I feel like with 
an auction, it's a little bit different because if you win something or if you mm-hmm. go through that bidding war, you end up with something tangible. Right. You may have overpaid for sure, it. Sure, but you're walking away with something under your arm. Right. right. Whereas like gambling or something like that, you just might not have anything, right? Sure. So, um, but what's the most competitive thing that you've done? Um, I think I'm competitive when it comes to playing games. Mm. And I'm competitive clearly when I go to an auction <laughs> and I want something. But I'm, I don't think I'm a very competitive person, per se. I'm not someone who, you know... I think I, I, I tend to do the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with the results I don't need. Even in school, it wasn't about, you know, getting the highest grade. It was about, if I enjoy the class, I'm going to really participate and really get into it and really learn. And if I'm not, I'm just going to... It's like whatever. I'm gonna whatever mark I get, I get. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna worry. I'm not gonna worry too much about it. Not There's some people who like you know have that need to finish with high grades and whatnot, mm-hmm. and more power to them and whatnot. Um, what I find is when I have an aptitude or a like for something, I generally do it really well. It sounds so smug, but it's like I think everyone, if you enjoy something, so if you're someone who enjoys, I don't know, let's say photography, you tend to take good photos or you learn how to take good photos and yes. you enjoy that right yeah because Versus it's if you have work right you're very motivated to do it and excel at it yeah. all of that so. i think i think that's part of human nature i want to say so other than the urn and the maze mm-hmm. and the hummel figurines yes was there anything else that you got back from auctions that you're like this was the most unique thing i had you know, Nitty, I had a bunch of things that it was really? like, why do, like, and they ended up in my basement. I was like, why do I have a collection of salt and pepper shakers? I do did. you remember the orange salt and pepper I still sh- have those because I really like those. I bought those. Oh, yeah. you bought those. Uh, yes, yes. So, yes. you know, all of a sudden you end up with a collection of things that you don't really, I have a, a whole bunch of, um baseball cards that I don't know what they're worth that I got you know Nitty and it was like those were the ones where I'd be like I'll bet five bucks and see what happens and then it would be like sold for five dollars I'm like oh no what am I doing I'm walking away with I I think I have like 400 baseball cards that I have to and how do you find out about these auctions they no longer exist yeah unfortunately the thrift house and I can't remember which one that was doing them stopped doing them which was kind of sad because I was like oh I really I really enjoyed going to them mm-hmm. um, clearly but um, <laughs> I thought it was a unique way to raise money for the that particular place because you would get items that were higher higher end now I don't know if they just put them in a glass case and they're just you just have to pay more for them uh, but there was a time when I was going to like donate stuff and that's how I discovered it because it oh, was like I join see. us for our auction and there was I guess there was an item under the glass that I was like Oh, I really liked it. How much is that selling for? And they were like, oh, that's up for auction. And that's when my sort of foray into... Auctioneer. Uh, auction, auction. Going, going to auctions. and when, I know you can get, like, there's people who auction cars. You can get cars at auction. My brother-in-law has, has done that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's interesting what you could pick up, actually. Sure. Now, do you find in situations like an auction or where there's, like, high stakes, do you ever have, like, okay, I have to wear my lucky whatever. Pin or yeah. bring or, or do, you, do you have that? Penny. No, I don't really have that. Do I you? I, I don't either, but I, I know people who swear by, like, if they don't have their lucky or whatever item, 
it is um it is it's a disaster well if you ever go to bingo have you ever seen people and they have like little troll dolls and i don't know like um the are they called dappers or you know the like the the, dot the the, things that they they dot with i think they're called dappers they have like a whole sort of multitude of them and hey listen more power to you we should go to bingo do you enjoy bingo I haven't played bingo. I haven't played bingo like in one of those bingo halls before. Mm-hmm. I've played it in more like casual settings. Sure. I would love to go just to we experience. Should, we should it. go to one. I, I'm not. Here's the thing with bingo. Amanda can have many bingo sheets in front of her, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who play bingo can handle. I don't know, a ton of sheets. If I have more than I don't know. Six. I I'm confused. I don't know what I'm doing. They, they call the numbers too quick. It's like, I I need a small amount. Right. And I have to be focused because otherwise. Well, forget. otherwise those like ninety year old um, participants are gonna are gonna pull a number on you. Well, the, you know, people who really are bingo aficionados, aficionados can really like handle a lot of it. And there's, you know, there's all these sort of. Um, what would you call it when there's a, a sort of protocol or a way you have to be when you're in these sort of settings? There's a, a sort of expectation that when you're at a bingo like hall. Like bingo etiquette? Yeah, like the etiquette. I guess that's mm. the word I'm searching for. Where, like, you know, it's interesting when you go to a place that it's not a place that you frequent and it has an etiquette that you have to sort of discover or learn so that you're not talking or doing something that is going to annoy people around you. I always find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you go to yoga and people flick out the mat and you're already down and you're supposed to like gently Slowly roll, roll it. and not oh yeah that's yeah. or or if they um pull up the mat at the end of the class and, and it makes it, that, that ripping sound or yeah. whatever that sound well, is. people are kind of just like you know chilling and lying and yeah, stuff yoga faux pas i know and you know that's a space where things are supposed to be very like open and welcoming and i've seen people you know been told off <laughs> well not been told off but certainly been given the sort of stink eye shall we say <laughs> yes, the yoga stink eye it's interesting when you when you discover these these places like I was in a workshop and you know when you go to a workshop and you want to listen to the person the presenter there's always somebody who has to raise their hand and talk like they're the expert and just take up time by talking and talking the and anecdotal ta- person and it's like Relax. I get it. You know about this subject. I'm not here to hear you talk about it. <laughs> we should have them on the. the well, oftentimes they'll just talk. They 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 won't ask a question. Rather, they'll just explain oh, I know. explain what they know. Yes, it's like exactly. oh, good for you. The anecdotal um, participant. Mm-hmm. I know. give them the the stink eye. Oh, the workshop stink eye. I kind of I'm playing scenarios in my head where I'm like, and I'm sure I'm giving like dirty looks. Yeah, do you think that your stink eye or your dirty look is noticeable? I try not to make it noticeable, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't really care. Right. I don't think I'm rolling my eyes, so it's, I'm not making it that obvious. Yeah. But I'm certainly giving a bit of, you know, stink, stink eye. eye. There's a bit of stink on my yeah. eye when I'm... Yeah. The stink eye. It's always, you know, they do, um, they, uh... There's a whole... Every culture has a whole ritual against stink eye. Oh. Or like... The know, evil eye. The evil right. eye, that type of thing. But that's a whole other podcast, Yeah, fair I enough. Think. Well, listen, thank you for joining us in this particular episode when we talked about 
sorts of things. All sorts really. of things. Right? <laughs> it went from simple question of what the difference between a vase and an urn to a whole story about auctions. My seventy-eight dollar or my seventy-nine dollar vase. Hey, it was a good story. Hey, thank you. One of my favorites. Um, once again, thank you for uh, listening. And if you'd like to rate us, please do or review us on iTunes, or you can find us on social media at Listen and Sleep. We are produced by Drumcast Productions, and we have been recording this particular episode from Toronto, Canada. So until the next time, we hope you listen and sleep. 